We know from 2 Timothy 3.16 that all scripture is profitable for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. This means even Bible prophecy can contribute to our spiritual wisdom and growth. But how is it that prophecies that have to do with the past or the future are relevant to us today? How do we apply Bible prophecy to everyday living? That's our topic in this episode of Foreshadows Report. This is Steve Miller. Welcome to Foreshadows Report, a podcast that is all about keeping watch and finding hope as we live in anticipation of Christ's return. In the previous episode, we looked at questions to ask when we study Bible prophecy, and we looked at five questions that can help us to understand Bible prophecies with greater clarity. In this episode, we're going to continue to ask questions, but this time with an emphasis on how we can apply Bible prophecy to our lives. That's our topic in part two of this series. My hope is that as you ask these questions, you'll find your study of Bible prophecy becoming richer and more meaningful. In part one of this short series, we talked about how 2 Timothy 3.16 tells us that all scripture is profitable for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. This means that every part of the Bible is useful for our growth and spiritual wisdom and maturity. That includes Bible prophecy. Even the prophetic sections of scripture can contribute to our training in righteousness. And Romans 15.4 tells us, Whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction. That's another way of saying, if God put it in the Bible, He did so for a reason. Everything that appears in Scripture has a reason for being there. It's common for Christians to assume the Old Testament has no relevance to us today because it all happened in the past, and that includes the prophecies in the Old Testament. But as Romans 15.4 says, We've been given this information for our instruction. In the previous episode, we focused on questions to ask when we study Bible prophecy for the purpose of understanding it more clearly. And we looked at five questions. What is the context of this prophecy? What does this prophecy say? What can I learn from parallel passages or key words? Are there historical or cultural clues that can help interpret the prophecy clearly? And... What can fulfilled prophecies about the past teach me about the unfulfilled prophecies about the future? In this episode, we're going a step further with James chapter 1, verse 22 in mind. This passage tells us to be doers of the word and not hearers only. We're to take God's word to heart and let it shape our lives. But how do we do that when it comes to Bible prophecy? How do we go from understanding a passage to applying it? At first glance, a lot of Bible prophecies may seem to have information value only, with little or no value for practical application. But if we think carefully and we ask ourselves the right questions, we can find even the prophetic parts of Scripture helpful 
toward informing our minds and influencing our lives. So let's look at three questions that can help us to glean useful life lessons for everyday living. First, what does this prophecy teach me about God or Christ? Through Bible prophecy, we can learn wonderful truths about God and Christ's nature and character and attributes. This includes insights about God's sovereignty, His wisdom, and His justice, or about Christ's deity and His mercy and His authority. Every prophecy is an opportunity to get to know God or Christ better. For example, 2 Kings 17.13 tells us, The Lord warned Israel and Judah by every prophecy, saying, Turn from your evil ways and keep my commandments. As the people of Israel descended deeper into sin and the nation was split into two, God sent prophets to warn his people of coming judgment. These prophets pleaded with the people to depart from their sins and turn back to God. In all of this, the Lord showed great patience. He gave many warnings over the next 200 years for the northern kingdom of Israel and he gave more than 300 years of warnings for the southern kingdom of Judah. So what did the prophets say? They said that if the people would turn from their sins, God would show mercy. He would forgive them. Every one of the prophets explained what the future held. If the people repented, God would restore them. If they didn't turn from their ways, God would punish them. God would have been justified in bringing immediate judgment, but he didn't. In an outpouring of grace and mercy, he sent many prophets. As 2 Kings 13.23 says, The Lord was gracious to them and had compassion on them and turned to them because of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God sent prophet after prophet who proclaimed the future and said that repentance would bring forgiveness. These prophetic warnings show God's great patience and mercy. In the end, God's people rejected these messages, and they ended up in captivity. But it wasn't because God lacked mercy. God waited and waited, giving the people many chances to change their mind. We see God's great mercy even in the book of Revelation. As He pours out His wrath on the earth, He also sends 144,000 witnesses to declare the gospel. In Revelation 14.6, we read a prophecy about an angel who will fly around the earth with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth, to every nation and tribe and language and people. From all of that, we learn a lot about God's attribute of mercy. And that's just one attribute. Through prophecy, we also get a close-up look at God's sovereignty, His wisdom, His power. And through prophecy, we can see Jesus' character as well. For example, His humility and patience at His first coming, and His majesty and glory at His second coming. So through prophecy, there is much we can learn about God the Lord Jesus Christ. The second question for practical application is this. What wisdom can I gain from this prophecy? Even prophecies that are primarily informational can contribute to our spiritual wisdom. As we read, we should ask, Why does God want me to read this? 
Why was this included in his word? A good example of a prophecy that might not seem relevant at all appears in Daniel chapter 4. One day, King Nebuchadnezzar was walking on the roof of his palace. As he looked all around, he said to himself, Is not this great Babylon which I have built by my power as a royal residence and for the glory of my majesty? Nebuchadnezzar was taking all the credit for the greatness of his kingdom. At that very moment, God proclaimed from heaven, O King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken. The kingdom has departed from you, and you shall be driven from among men, and your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, and you shall be made to eat grass like an ox. This prophecy was fulfilled immediately. Nebuchadnezzar was driven away, and he ate in the field like an ox. This continued for seven years, after which God restored him. Now, this all happened a long time ago. It happened to one specific individual. When Nebuchadnezzar became prideful, God sent a prophecy warning of immediate judgment against him alone. So we might not think that this has any relevance to us. But when we ask, what does God want me to learn from this? We can say, this is a warning against pride. This account illustrates to us how God feels about pride and how we need to avoid it in our lives. It is ironic that Nebuchadnezzar took all the credit for Babylon's greatness. Earlier in Daniel chapter 2, Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar, To you, O king, the God of heaven, has given the kingdom the power and the might and the glory. Daniel made it clear that all of Nebuchadnezzar's success was given to him by God. That's where the credit belonged. But Nebuchadnezzar forgot. And from his example, we see how God feels about pride. This is a wisdom lesson for us. Now for the third question. Does this prophecy include any life lessons? Both the fulfilled prophecies of the past and the unfulfilled prophecies of the future can offer valuable applications for us today. A classic example of this is God's prophetic promise to Abraham and Sarah that they would have a son. Several times God made this promise. Even so, they waited 25 years for this child. Later, Isaac and Rebekah waited 19 years for their child. The life lessons we learn from both couples are the need to be patient and the need to trust God. Let's look at a life lesson from a future prophecy. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, we find a prophecy that is followed by a life lesson that is spelled out for us. Verse 2 says, You yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. That's the prophecy. Then the life lesson appears in verses 4 through 6. You are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then, let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. The prophecy is that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. There won't be any advance warning. And the life lesson is that we should keep awake and be sober. We're called to be alert and be faithful. So as you can see, 
When we read a Bible prophecy and we wonder about how to apply it, we have at least three helpful questions we can ask. What does this prophecy teach me about God or Christ? What wisdom can I gain from this prophecy? And does this prophecy include any life lessons? The answers to these questions can contribute to our growth as believers. As we see God and Christ's character made visible through Bible prophecies, that enriches our knowledge of them and our relationship with them. And as we search for wisdom and life lessons in Bible prophecies, we can learn how God desires for us to live. In these ways, Bible prophecy is very practical for us. Thank you for joining me for Foreshadows Report. We've looked at eight questions we can ask to help us get the most out of our study of Bible prophecy. The first five questions are meant to help us gain clarity and understanding, and the last three questions help us with practical application. My hope is that from here onward, as you read Bible prophecies, you will see them as opportunities to get to know God and Christ better and to grow in wisdom and spiritual maturity. Also, if you know others who desire to grow in their understanding of Bible prophecy, you can invite them to listen to these podcasts. At my website, there are links to all of the podcasts that we've done in seasons one, two, and three. You can find those links at stevemillerresources.com. Another part of Foreshadows Report are the daily posts I place on Telegram Messenger channel. In those posts, I provide brief updates about world news, and I share great quotes from the Bible or from books on Bible prophecy. To find me at Telegram Messenger Channel, you can go there and look for Foreshadows Report, or you can go to my website, stevemillerresources.com. Thank you again for listening, and I want to give a special thank you to Harvest House Publishers for their support of this podcast.